live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Well, greetings, good morning. How's everybody doing on a Thursday morning, April 7, 2022 at 6.10? We've got 41 degrees and windy as all heck out there today. Uh, it sounded like uh, it sounded like my house was going down this morning when I was laying in bed. My alarm was going off. It sounded, uh, yeah, uh, and it's uh, it's been the story of the last few days. It will continue to be the uh, story here for a while with incredibly windy conditions, uh, temperatures. You know, uh, mid forties. Might see some rain. It's When's it going to get nice, you ask? Huh? Well, Sunday looks decent. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday look pretty good. And then the end of the week, next week looks crummy. Um, you know, 63 Saturday for the spring game. So that's not too bad. Uh, but uh, I will say this. Uh, that's pretty good weather for the spring game. Uh, it's Ticket Thursday, and we've got a great ticket package for you today. Make a day out of it on Saturday. We're going to give away at 710 two tickets to the spring game plus two tickets to Oscar Baseball versus Rutgers, which is right after the spring game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're also going to give you a $25 Alumni Hall gift card so you can get geared up as well uh, to make sure you're all ready. That opens tomorrow, right? The uh, what does? Uh, alumni Hall. Does it? That very much could be correct. Yeah, I, I think that's the that's their new place. All right. A new spot to uh, go get Husker stuff. So, uh, yeah, so there you go. Two tickets to the spring game, two tickets to Husker baseball, $25 uh, Alumni Hall gift card. I think we're going to be playing uh, What is LNK Today with Jack and Friends Thinking Of. Take that one uh, out. Haven't played that for quite a while. So be listening for that, our version of 20 questions at 710 Today, uh, also a little bit later today, the Grow a Lincoln team, Robin Eshelman, Dave Albers. They'll talk about new restaurants, retail, uh, other business news in the capital city. And Greg Sharp will join us, give us a little bit of a spring game preview uh, as the, the Huskers take the field on Saturday. In what form? We don't completely know. Um <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Greg will have some insight for us on exactly what the things are going to look like on Saturday in terms of of scoring and teams and uh, and those sorts of things. Uh, but Mark, let's start with a little bit more on the weather because the wind has uh, done a number uh, <laughs> enough to the point that uh, we got all sorts of uh, National Weather Service warnings and advisories out there for us today. Yeah, we got red flag warnings west of us. We've got wind advisory here today seven a.m. to 9 p.m. Fire weather watch tomorrow afternoon through tomorrow evening here. Uh, We posted the latest maps and everything at KLIN.com about 30 minutes ago from the National Weather Service. So, you know, we're looking at 50 mile per hour gusts here this afternoon throughout the morning. I mean, we're already gusting to 39. So uh, steady winds over 20, uh, 20, 25 miles an hour. So we actually have a wind chill. Uh, we're at 41 degrees, but our wind chill is 31 because of this wind. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not something you're normally talking about in April, but nope. with that north wind, uh, that certainly can can be an issue. Uh, it'll peak out today, it looks like, here in the uh, late afternoon, early evening hours, and then decrease a bit overnight, then decrease a bit throughout the um, the day tomorrow, and then into the tomorrow overnight hours, we're finally going to get a break from 
from that constant wind and uh yeah it's, it, it's still gonna be blustery tomorrow night even yeah so. it, it'll be it'll be decreased it'll be less so uh but it doesn't look like that's going to be a big issue for saturday for for no. the game for the baseball game huge, for those sorts of things huge issue today for trash pickup yeah, I was uh, I was yeah. shocked. So we Thursday is our recycling morning, and we had the bin out last night. And I was I opened my garage door this morning. I'm like, please be still standing. Please be still standing. <laughs> I I don't want to travel my neighborhood picking up every little piece of recycling that we had. And it was we apparently weighed it down enough that it that it did stay standing. But yeah, you're right. Um, Thursday's it, our day, and we opted out of having any of them out. Didn't even put them out. No. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, <laughs> that's what we've got going weather wise. But if today. there's if there is any, there shouldn't be any uh, rangeland burning down in Kansas. But at least this way, it's going to go the other direction. Yeah, this again, morning, so. take that Oklahoma. You get to, you get to deal with that <laughs> for a while until the wind switches, and then we'll we'll probably be dealing with it here on uh, on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, all right. Uh, big news today out of the state legislature. Couple of big uh, stories. Yeah, num- number one, uh, the bill did not get enough support to get out of filibuster. This is LB nine thirty three that would have um, banned abortions. Were Roe versus Wade to be overturned by the Supreme Court? There are other states that have done that. It failed thirty one to fifteen. The bill needed thirty three votes to end the filibuster and. With a short time left in the legislative session, that'll be the end of uh, of that bill for the time being. 31 to 15 was the vote on that. So you needed two more to get to uh, to actually get past the filibuster, but they were not able to do that. Um, Mark, anything uh, you said there was another one that you wanted prison to mention reform, as well. Prison reform failed as well. Uh, that's the one that Steve Lathrop uh, has been uh, fighting for for years. He says if without the the sentencing reform, parole reform, uh, probation reform, might just well plan on building two new prisons. So that's, this go, the the studies go back. I think it's fifteen or seventeen years, and they've got a lot of uh, data to show. And some senators thought it was just too much, too quick, too soft on crime. Um, the, one of the crime stats that I saw that was kind of I guess I missed this somewhere along the line. It's the Crime and Justice Institute. They said incarceration rates nationwide have dropped over the past several years, but Nebraska is up 17%. Really? Hmm. Yeah. So, All right. So, um, yeah, legislation. Uh, yeah, a couple, that, of, couple of big bills yeah, there. That failed 2618. Not getting, uh, not getting through as the legislature winds up its session for a, a few more days. We had, a, uh, we had another gubernatorial... GOP gubernatorial forum with three candidates yesterday. Uh, hmm, I missed huh. that. It was who, who, yeah. Who was missing? The by the, chance it was the ones who were there were Herbster, uh, Lindstrom, and Thibodeau. Uh-huh. And Pillen was not was not there. I followed some of the live tweeting of that. This is an odd strategy. It is just an it is an odd strategy, and I. I'm so curious what exactly is behind it. To be like for the zero percent present. To yeah, I mean it. I I know the uh, the the reason given was essentially you know I want to be out there with the people talking directly to them. That's the the best way to do it. But you can do um, both. I don't know. I don't know. 
I, I, I'm not sure, you know, if it's if that's going to work, if that's going to backfire. Exactly what the reasoning is. I, I, hard, I have a hard time seeing what the what the cost of doing something like that would be, unless. I mean, seriously, what is the downside to participating in an event? It's not even a a debate necessarily where, you know, there could be some sort of back and forth gotcha moment that ends up on, on video. I mean, these were just questions about issues for the most part. And I I just, I don't understand the upside of not doing these things. I, I, I don't. I have a hard time understanding. I don't get it. Although, you know, he is doing the, the one-on-ones with groups. He's just not doing them in in group forum uh, or group any type of group event. It's, yeah. it's him talking to the constituents. End of story. Yeah, I, I, I get it. And, and maybe I'll have uh, maybe I'll um, at we'll the see end him. he'll win the thing and it'll be a great strategy. And I'll I'll wonder why exactly. But I I just don't see the upside to uh, to doing it this way. Just kind of the earned media that comes along with something like that, um, that 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 happens and and uh, getting to differentiate differentiate yourself and and maybe score a few points against your opponents on those sorts of things but nonetheless that uh continues and we are a month and a little bit of change away from from those elections as well so uh got all of that going on uh Caleb Nebraska baseball last night uh doggone it oh. <laughs> and uh, it was kind of a chippy game between Omaha and Nebraska last night throughout the course of the game. Yeah. And then almost overflowed after the game. Nebraska's comeback fell short. Uh, Colby Gomez struck out, and Catcher had some words for him when he was running back to the dugout and almost got a little feisty out there. I like it, though. Like, like This is one of those things that you are in a league where Nebraska has been year in and year out. They're at the top of the league. Like like that that's what it's going to be. Even if they have a down year, it's like, well, the next year, think about last year, picked outside the top six and win the whole thing. Um, this year picked to win it, I still think they're gonna be top four, even though things haven't looked well to start. But yeah, things get a little uh little clash uh, clash of uh tempers at the very end. But I like that because you have an in it's more of an in state rivalry. Omaha is stepping up their level of play and that gives you those midweek games that can mean a little bit more mm-hmm. rather than just, well, let's roll out some guys, get some experience in the midweek and right. get them ready for the weekend. I like the midweek game meaning something. And obviously it being in state, I of course, I'd much prefer Nebraska to win these games than lose them. They're one and two against Omaha yeah. this year. April 27th will be round 4. That'll be here. They play again? Yeah, they Ooh. play another time. Ooh. I like this. Yeah. Um, now obviously they were only supposed to play the two times this year, but the Long Beach State series got canceled, so they added the two games. Remember that was the Sunday Monday where that Monday ended up being the home opener for Nebraska. Um Nebraska went 0 and 2 on the road at Omaha. Yeah. Uh, but God, they but need yeah, those wins. They but need had, those uh, wins. Scored four runs in the eighth inning. Had bases loaded in the ninth and went strikeout, strikeout. That's the end of the game. Uh, is there going to be a ring announcer for that game on the twenty seventh? Yeah, I don't know. We get Johnny Cadillac for that. Right? <laughs> it used to be that was Nebraska and Creighton. I mean, they used to be Nebraska and Creighton always sort of had chippy games. Well, even but... that the Nebraska Creighton games have been a little bit chippy. Yeah. Um, and they're going to have another game coming up. Yeah. I like this between these three, three schools. And Omaha beat Creighton, too, earlier this year. Mm-hmm. I like this for Nebraska, that you can get those midweek games meaning something more because they're the in-state games. Mm-hmm. I want them to mean something like that. Yeah, but you can't bet on them. 
No, you can't. You, well, nope. I mean, you, you can't bet on anything right now, but yeah. yes. But uh, yes. Even, even later, you won't be able to. Unless they play the games, they move them outside of the state. True. Uh, so <laughs> so spring game coming up on, on Saturday. Um, you know, not, not, not a lot of new insight. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be some sort of an offense versus defense situation, as I understand, some sort of modified scoring system. I started to ask system. myself this question yesterday. How necessary is the spring game? Other than the fact that you can get some... It, it's necessary on the side that you can get thousands of fans at Memorial Stadium. That's the, there it is. And, that's the necessity. Well, that, that's Yeah, it's monetary yeah. And, and a little bit of recruiting. But it is absolutely not necessary for the football team, for the football program on figuring out where guys are in the depth chart. And that's all anyone's going to want to talk about. What are your takeaways from the spring game? And it is 0% necessary from that standpoint. Yeah, the value of the spring game is within the, you know, within the department for the fans, the opportunity for the fans, the fact you can still get 40,000 or whatever paid customers in the door. Um, I think that is the that is the value of it at this but point. But everyone wants to talk about, okay, Who's the starter at this position? I want a full depth chart. You have too many injuries, too many guys not taking part through the spring. Taking all the fun out of it. Come on. I'm sorry. It's I write stuff for this, and I do practice reports, and I cover it. And a lot of it is just very annoying because none of us get to see the practices until the spring game. They're not going to give us a depth chart. We're not going to see a bunch of guys that are supposed to contribute this this fall. Green jerseys, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we're giving away tickets to that. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> so if you want to be there to watch this uh, this uh, practice. <laughs> By the way, this generation collaboration thing that you're talking about, the three generations, we finally caught up with me yesterday. How's that? I had a guy that <laughs> contacted me trying to sell me a coffin. <laughs> he said, you're the... You're the oldest guy there. You might as well have a coffin. Jeez. <laughs> Did you buy it? No. I told okay. him, I just said, that's the last thing I need. Yeah, nice place. You could lay down, take a nap if you needed to. You keep it around here. Nice it's the last thing maybe. I need. Okay. Okay. All right, 624. We'll take a break. It's LNK today with Jack and Friends on KLI. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. But first... An update on our Munch Madness Ride United fundraising effort. We have a new leader. We have a new leader 
Among the restaurants who have had money donated in their name to the United Way of Lincoln Lancaster County, partnership with DoorDash and Lincoln Food Bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, just to reset it for you, um, on the Munch Madness website throughout this thing, we've had a place where uh, folks can donate. Uh, you can either text it or donate online. And you can uh, you can basically assign your donation to any of the 64 restaurants in Munch Madness, and whichever restaurant gets the most donations in their name uh, is going to get a $2,000 marketing package from here at KLIN. Um, just continuing our, our sort of mission to get the word out about these places. Well, Soulful Casino had been leading throughout the entire bracket. Um, and they did something interesting yesterday. Did they? Because we had continued to say, hey, guys, $300 right now and you're in the lead. Well, they went to 312. Ah. They were at like 280 something, 290 something, and went, well, we'll just make sure you have to do more than the 300. Right. So they got a couple donations, got to 312. But. There's a new clubhouse leader. Yes. Muchachos is out to 360. <laughs> now Muchachos didn't get the back-to-back titles, but they may be able to get Miss Congeniality, as we've called it this year, and get on the radio. So you've got uh, until noon to make your donations today. We're shutting them off at noon, and we're going to announce our uh, uh, our new marketing partnership tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But until then, donations can be made. Can be made, and and again, I've I've there is a two thousand dollar marketing package that is out there to be had for what's the bid that would win it right now, or the the donation that would win it right now. Three sixty one would three hundred sixty one dollars. So we're talking uh, less than quarters on the dollar here. <laughs> that, then that would be, and plus helping a cause that I, is is a really good one, an important yeah. one, and an innovative one here in the capital city. So I'm I'm still holding out that there's going to be a a little bit of a bidding war here at the end on this. But any of the 64 restaurants, any of you, if you if you uh, if you are one of these places, if you like one of these places. You want to get them in on this, you still have a shot, uh, but this, uh, I mean, let, let's be honest, this should be going for way more than 300 bucks. Oh, for sure. Way more. Way more. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, uh, I live, I, I, I pitched the United Way on this idea. I thought it was a great partnership. Um, I was very excited about it. Um, and... I also uh, live with the executive director of the United Way, <laughs> Lincoln Lancaster County. Big if true. So I kept saying, "Hey, everybody's going to come out for this. This is going to be huge. This will be big." And so I'm really, I'm really uh, hoping people come through over the course of the next several hours, and we can get a significant I hope so for your case a significant total donation <laughs> uh, to this to this program <laughs> because I need to, yeah. I'll be talking about that at dinner tonight. It's one thing to disappoint at home. It's another thing to disappoint through work. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. So that $2,000 marketing package is just uh, out there right now for somebody to have. And And, and as a total, we're just shy of $1,000. The the total that's been donated right now. Got it. Let's move that up. Okay, just... That, yeah. Let's just let's bump that up. Uh, one other thing to mention, real quick. We'll talk a little bit more about this throughout the show today. But um, today is the debut day for a project that I've been working on for. Well, I've, it's kind of been a 
thing I've been thinking about for a couple of years now, and and this is a, a moment I'm pretty excited about. Um, I've been I, I had done some podcasting sort of independently from uh, from my job here for a while. Um, then that kind of went away during the pandemic, uh, but I had always wanted to partner with with NRG and bring it back. And mm-hmm. we had been we've been working on that for a long time, and we're. We're uh, very excited about the the future of jumping into that world because we know it's a big one. And uh, so uh, I'm going to be kicking off my new weekly podcast series today at 9 o'clock. And uh, it's going to be something you can listen to on KLIN.com. You can download it uh, through Apple um, or wherever you get podcasts. We're still working on Spotify. There's some things going on there, but hopefully we'll have it there. But where, wherever else that you, you get podcasts and basically every week, Thursday at nine o'clock, I'll have a new podcast that drops. That's just me and somebody that frankly, somebody that I find interesting. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, uh, that might mean, that might mean almost anything, but somebody that I find interesting here in the community and the world of, um, in the world of news, in the world of sports, Husker sports, in the world of entertainment, um, we'll go all over the place from from just kind of lifestyle, personalities, stories, news, politics, sports, careers, nostalgia, uh, you name it. We'll, right. we'll we'll go there. And and the first one drops today, and I talked to uh, gubernatorial candidate Senator Brett Lindstrom, hmm. and. If you think you know what this uh, podcast is going to be, I don't think you do. You need to you're 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 going to need to listen to it in, instead of just going over and over the issues, which are certainly important. But we sat down and talked and got into the you know kind of the 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 difference between campaigning and governing and winning, and we talked about the, sort of the generational changing of the guard of elected officials. Uh, we talked a lot about stuff that has nothing to do with politics. Uh, the, his, uh, asking his now wife out on their first date about, uh, nineties <laughs> grunge music quite a bit, uh, a bunch about playing football, uh, not only at Millard West, but at Nebraska during the Solich years, a lot of stories from that as well. So there's, um, I think you're going to enjoy it. It's, it's, it's just a format. I, I love doing the morning show. I love doing interviews on the morning show, but sometimes, 13 minutes in the morning drive format doesn't allow you to fully sort of bring out and understand the people that you're talking to. And that's what, what we are going to do. So, uh, at nine o'clock today, Brett Lindstrom drops, follow me on social media. I'm going to put it everywhere, but you can also search now on, on Apple podcasts or, uh, any other, other podcast provider other than Spotify for the time being right. and like, and subscribe to it there. So you can get one and it'll be every Thursday going forward. We've, and we've got, there are several projects we're working on. Like you said, Jack, there's, there's just a format that doesn't always fit what we do here, um, over the air on radio. Um, so there's just a different medium and in a different way to interact with the audience in, I've heard some of your podcasts. Like it, <laughs> I'm excited for people to to get to hear a little bit of this uh, later today, and then obviously where it goes from there, and some of the other projects we're working on. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm very excited about it, and uh, we'll be we'll be doing these going forward, and hopefully we're going to expand that offering. Well, I, I know we've uh, we, we're going to have more that we're going to announce in addition to this, and I think that's going to expand over the course of the next weeks and months. But would love to uh, have you listen to it. Let me know what you think. Hopefully you enjoy, it. and let me know who you want to hear as guests going down the line. Mm, right. Uh, the, the first two happen to be people who are running for office. That is, ab- I mean, that 
There'll probably be quite a long break from people who are running for office <laughs> after this, but um, it'll be it'll be all over the place, and I very much look forward to it. All right, uh, that out of the way, let's jump in to our sound off. Senate votes today confirming Katanji Brown-Jackson, which it looks like they will do. Some Republicans complained Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson was too soft on crime. Others said she wasn't forthcoming with information while being interviewed by lawmakers. But Democrats are united in confirming her, saying she's got the experience and an even-handed approach to justice that'll serve her well on the high court. Three GOP members agree, and they're crossing their party line to support her. That's more than enough votes to get Jackson confirmed. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said the vote by the full Senate will happen this afternoon. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. I mean, let, let's be honest. The, uh, the the whole Supreme Court nomination process has changed significantly since the days of, of approving Scalia and uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who were, I mean, overwhelming, confer- overwhelmingly confirmed by the Senate, despite mm-hmm. being, you know, having a very different judicial philosophy. Um, but, I mean, you, you know what it's going to be now, right? The, the president is going to nominate a, uh, whenever this happens, whoever's president is going to nominate somebody who is ideologically generally where they are. Uh, and if that matches with where the Senate is, they're going to get confirmed. Maybe maybe a vote or two or three here or there. Uh, but we're going to be looking at, you know, a lot of... 45 55 47 53 uh-huh. it's it's just going to be about who's got the power who's who the, so the election i mean in some ways it makes those legislative and executive the, this the checks and balances aren't even there as much anymore because the senate and the the president uh, are going to have are, are basically going to determine whether or not you've got the the supreme court justice that matches their current ideology and and that's where we are right and by the way i don't i don't <laughs> everybody the the level of consistency in terms of the vast majority of people in washington dc on left and right when they when they talk about you know what's what's fair and what their standards are and that i mean none of it is just cut through it you're only going to vote for people you you uh that's on your team, and uh-huh. you're you're going to find reasons not to vote for people who aren't your team. Right, the vast majority of you. There's not some sort of higher higher level of consistency. You don't need to go through that. We don't need that uh, song and dance. We got it. That's a reality. I know it's a cynical way to look at everything, but I think it's, I think it's true. Um, all right, other things. Ooh, this is a uh, other big thing that's coming down here. So the Pentagon is declassifying a significant report on unidentified flying objects. Good. More alien this stuff. Week. Let's so, go. Uh, alien talk. Pilots tracking unidentified objects. Balls of light suspended over the ocean. UFOs chasing warships. All part of a growing body of sightings of UAPs or unidentified aerial phenomena. Now comes something even more explosive. A 1500 page Pentagon report of previously classified documents cataloging accounts from witnesses and victims claiming radiation burns, brain damage, even paralysis after close encounters with UAPs. The report says humans have been injured from exposure to UFOs, from abductions at perceived time loss to sexual encounters and unexplained pregnancies. What? 
You really left the best <laughs> stuff for the end there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Abductions? All right, I'm going to check this out. Somebody's going to need to go through and get all the good stuff out of there for What the kids look like? 1,500 I, I need a lot more explained in this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, you know, one thing that uh, Lincoln and Washington, D.C. have in common, uh, a lot of foxes everywhere. Yeah. Saw one this morning again, driving into work. But now this is a, becoming a big issue on Capitol Hill because they're rabid foxes there. <laughs> At least nine people were bitten by a fox on Capitol Hill, including a member of Congress. Foxes are usually afraid of humans and don't generally attack unless they have rabies. The fox was captured, euthanized, then found to have the virus. Now health officials are trying to contact anyone who may have had contact with it in case they need to get treated for rabies. Mixed reaction from people in the area. I'm not too surprised. Can't have foxes going around biting people. This one fox doesn't mean all of them are that way. The fox apparently had babies that have been captured and officials are trying to figure out the next steps for them. In Washington, chill NATO, Fox News. Well, they just can't be out here biting people. <laughs> can't have none of that. Uh, yeah, the ones, the ones around, the ones around our house don't bite anybody. No. They just, they just like to walk by my house at at night and walk through my yard at night all the time. We got a couple in our apartment complex. Yeah, they're everywhere. They are everywhere lately. Uh, all right, let's uh, but but let's finish with uh, well, we'll finish with this one. This is an interesting. Uh, a new LinkedIn study looking for a uh, a new job uh, with a national corporation. Well, they have ranked the best places to work, so maybe you want to cater it to one of these businesses. Career website LinkedIn says Amazon tops its list of the 50 best workplaces to grow your career. LinkedIn says the businesses on the list are offering stability, attracting workers, and retaining them. It cites Amazon raising pay and also paying 100% of college tuition for frontline employees, covering high school diploma programs, GEDs, and English proficiency certifications for employees. Amazon is followed by Google's parent company Alphabet, then Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan Chase, and Walmart. Ginny Cosola, Fox News. Okay. All right. There you go. All right, 63, we'll take a break. We're going to hear from the Capital Humane Society and Matt next on KLIN. It's our weekly spotlight of pets for you to adopt from the Capital Humane Society on LNK Today. All right, 657, it's time to find out about the animals up for adoption of the Capital Humane Society, uh, Matt Metcharo no joins foxes. us. No rabid fo- I hope no. Well, Matt will have to let us know. Good morning, Matt. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. No rabid foxes, right? Nope. Not, not featuring any rabid foxes today. <laughs> That's good. What, what, uh, what are you featuring right now? So today we got Reese's, so like the peanut butter cup. Uh, he's an approximately 9 to 10 month old neutered male, German shepherd mix, emphasis on the mix. Uh, he's a lighter brownish brindle with white, and he weighs about 68 pounds. So he's fully grown height-wise. He might fill out a little bit more, but uh, he's pretty much fully grown. He was surrendered to us because his previous family's new landlord wasn't going to allow them to uh, keep keep a dog. So mm-hmm. they surrendered him to us. But they told us he already knows how to sit and shake. Uh, he's also making progress on house training. But he's a playful, energetic pup who doesn't really know his size. But he would make a, a great running partner for you if you're uh, planning to get back out there as the weather warms up uh, after today. <laughs> Gotta love those big dogs that like to sit on your lap all of a sudden. Yeah. They My experience with husky mixes is they never know how big they are. Husky yeah, mixes yeah. do. They're a lap dog and they're, they're <laughs> yeah. five pounds. Yeah, exactly. All right, what else you got? 
So next we got Queso. So Queso is a one to two year old domestic short hair orange tabby. He's a neutered male and he weighs about eight pounds. He was surrendered because of owner allergies. And so after he came in, he spent some time in one of our foster homes. And his foster parents told us that he is uh, basically a kitten in an adult cat's body and uh, loves to play. And also he apparently loves to play fetch like a dog. So if you're looking for an active, playful cat that's not a couch potato, Queso uh, is going to be your guy. No cats did that. That's fascinating. Matt has described my diet. <laughs> Reese's and Queso. Reese's and Queso. Reese's and Queso. There you All go. right. How, how can people make adoptions? Yeah, so Pylock Pet Adoption Center is open for you to walk in anytime that the building's open. And today and tomorrow, we're open from 1130 to 7, and Saturday and Sunday from 12 to 5. And we're located out at 70th and Highway 2 in the same shopping center as Home Depot. All right, very good. Thank you very much, Matt. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week, all right? Have a good one. There you go. That's Matt from the Capital Humane Society. Ticket Thursday. We've got spring game tickets, baseball tickets, and an alumni hall gift certificate. Listen to your cue to call on KLIN. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. All right, welcome back. 713 Alan K. Today with Jack and Renz. It is Ticket Thursday, your chance to win our ticket package. Two tickets to the spring game, two tickets to Nebraska baseball versus Rutgers just across the street at Haymarket Park, and a $25 gift certificate to Alumni Hall, formerly Husker headquarters. Uh, you're going to find them downtown Lincoln and uh, over there across from Edgewood in southeast Lincoln, so you can gear up for the game. We are thinking of a Nebraska player who has scored a touchdown in the spring game in the last decade. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to think of the player that we are thinking of. Uh, we haven't picked someone super obscure, I don't think. The, uh, uh, I already forgot Husker who we fans. picked. Will you write it on the show sheet? <laughs> yeah, well, so I, I can help answer uh, questions. Uh, yes, yes. So 402-479-1400. Here's how it works. You can ask one question. Uh, I will give you a uh, yes or no answer to that, and then you can guess the player that we are thinking of. And you guys kind of have to work together on this thing. Narrow it down. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll get somebody who's going to get this package of tickets to the spring game Husker Baseball and Alumni Hall gift card. All right. First caller today is Mike. Good morning, Mike. How are you doing? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? Good. All right. So we are thinking of a Husker player who has scored a touchdown. Um, Go ahead. In the last last 10 uh, years of the spring game. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, (laughs) was Was it a quarterback? Yes. All right, now you can I'm guess. Curious. 
Yeah, I know. I'm going to say uh, Tommy Armstrong. Is it Tommy Armstrong? Oh, no. but uh, Well, that narrowed it down a lot right oh, away. 402-479-1400. Now there's a line open for you to win the spring game. Husker baseball tickets and alumni hall. Former Husker headquarters. Uh gift certificate if you can guess it okay we have really narrowed it down we have narrowed it down i don't know how many quarterbacks have scored touchdowns and i don't and and by the way this isn't a passing touchdown even no 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 this would be rushing or receiving or or return or anything like that 402 479 1400 play our version of 20 questions and if you guess the quarterback that has scored a touchdown in the last 10 years of the spring game you get two tickets to this year's spring game two tickets to nebraska baseball versus rutgers rutgers by the way hottest team in the big 10 right now arguably uh it's gonna be a huge baseball series and then the 25 dollar gift card to alumni hall where you can get your husker gear 402-479-1400 caleb is getting our uh our phones together here as the phone are ringing off the hook, uh, and let's uh, let's see if we can figure out who this is. All right, Brett is next. He's going to take a shot at this morning. Brett, morning, morning. All right, yes, no question. <laughs> yes, no question. Quarterback. Uh, we, we narrow down that as a quarterback. Somebody who scored a touchdown in the spring game in the last ten years. Okay, probably going to show my ignorance here. Let me. Uh, I'm just going to take. <laughs> I'm going to take two guesses. Okay, you can try that. That's fine. Uh, uh, Taylor Martinez. No. And might as well say Adrian Martinez. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Thanks for trying, Brad. 402-479. Didn't narrow it down. I mean, narrowed it down a little. This is going to go faster than I thought it would. I think that's for, for sure. All right, Dana's going to take a shot at this next. Husker players scored a touchdown we are thinking of in the last 10 years in the spring game. We've narrowed down that it's quarterback. It's not Taylor. It's not Adrian. All right, Dana, good morning. Good morning. All right, uh, yes Was or it, no question. Is it a uh, Nebraska kid? No. No, not originally from Nebraska, but good question. Way to oh. narrow it down more. Mm. Um. Shoot. Uh <laughs> Now I don't know, because um, I have no ideas. I had something in my head. Oh, okay. All right, Danny, you can try back okay. if, if you think of it. There you go, 402-479-1400. Narrowing it down quickly. All right, John, let's see if John can do this. Good morning, John. Good morning. All right, uh, yes, no question. What quarterback are we thinking of that scored a touchdown in the spring game in the last 10 years? Um, I'm going to say... I'm not even sure now. You get all the good quarterbacks have been guessed. Um, <laughs> there have been a lot of them over 10 years. Yeah, over 10 years, there have been a lot of good quarterbacks over 10 years. That have scored um, touchdowns in the spring game. You can narrow it down anyway. There's a lot of ways you can narrow it down if you want to. Let's see. Who else would be? I have... And I'm totally drawn blank now. All right. All right, John. Think about it. You can call back if you want to. Wow. Not going with the narrowing. I think there's people Googling a big time right now. I think that's what's happened. All right. Maybe Barb. Uh, is that Barb? Barb can do it. Hi, Barb. Hi. Uh, I'm just going to ask my question. Okay. Go ahead. And um, can I ask if it is the head coach of the Bengals team? <laughs> No, but I see where you're going there, but the answer to your question is no. Okay, thank you. Bye. Yep, bye. <laughs> All right, well, I thought it was going to go quickly, but then everybody quit playing the game. 
402-479-1400. It's a it's a it's a quarterback we've narrowed down. It's not a native Nebraskan. Scored a touchdown in the spring game in the last 10 years. We're thinking of it if you can guess who it is. With our 20 questions, you can ask a question first. A yes, no question to narrow it down. I'm going to give you tickets to the spring game, to Husker Baseball versus Rutgers that same day, right across the street, and the $25 Alumni Hall gift card, uh, formerly Husker headquarters. All right, uh, let's see if we can figure this out here. Brian's going to do it. Morning, Brian. Good morning. All right, yes, no question. Has it been within the last five years? Has it been within the last five years? Um, oh boy, <laughs> it was. It was yes within yes within the last five years. I had to do a little math there. Noah Vedral. Is it Noah Vedral? No, but that's a good guess. That's Noah a good Vedral guess. Was originally from Nebraska. That's also true. But he listen. People are just trying to think of somebody. There was a lot of talk about this play. There was a lot of talk about this play. You don't got to give people time. more stuff. Okay. Okay. You don't got to give them I feel more. bad, Caleb. Ben's going to do it. I'm I know Ben's going to do it. Good morning, Ben. Hey, good morning. Uh did the first three letters of his last name share uh similar to a presidential candidate? <laughs> Ever? <laughs> <laughs> Any presidential candidate? Uh, first three those last names. I don't. Th- I don't think there's not one that comes to mind for me. I'm not sure how helpful uh, that is. So probably not what you're thinking of. Okay. Um, Tanner Lee. Is it Tanner Lee? No. Who would that be? I'm now curious what he was thinking of. Ben, text us who that's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play that game. <laughs> 402-479-1400. This was a quarterback for Nebraska. Happened within the last five years. It's some a name you know. If you follow Husker football or did follow football, even casually, you knew this name. Um, not from not originally from Nebraska. And scored a Oh Ben Ben was on the right track. I was thinking of all right. Back to the phones, Ben. We'll have to talk. We'll have to talk. Um, who's now? Who is is number two first here? All right. Let's see if uh, Craig can do it. Hi, Craig. How are you doing, Craig? Are you there? Do we have phone down? Sorry, Craig, Craig, Craig. Sorry, that was our fault. Uh, all right. What's your uh, yes no question? Well, I just got one shot, and that's it. I'm sorry. Uh, right. McCaffrey? Is it McCaffrey? No, but that's a good guess, too. It's a good guess, too. Did you see Ben's text? I did. <laughs> I don't... Listen, I that question... That question was... We answered it to the best of our ability. <laughs> we did, to be honest. Scott, not Molly's next. All right. Uh, yes, no question, Scott. Uh, is it the person that was just asked? The person that was McCaffrey was my guest. Oh, uh, McCa- nope. All right, all right. Sorry, nope. Four zero two four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred. People, people, just forgetting the rules of this game here today. Uh, oh, Ben had to do. Ben. Ask a more clear question. The rules of the game, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh, I, I didn't think I had another train wreck uh, ticket Thursday in me, but sure enough, I do. You you can ask a yes no question, and even if you don't 
don't necessarily, I'm not going to tell you how to play the game, but if you think, if you're, if you have someone specific in mind, ask a question that isn't specifically about them, that it just narrows it down more, at least. <laughs> All right, Jim is, uh, Jim's next. We'll see if Jim can get it. All right, Jim, thinking of the quarterback scored a touchdown in the spring game in the last 10 years. What's your yes, no question? No question? Okay. Oh, Tristan, Tristan Jebbia. Is it Tristan Jebbia? It is Tristan Jebbia! Oh. <laughs> Jim, you win the tickets to the spring game. Tickets to Oscar Baseball versus Rutgers right after it and a $25 alumni hall gift. You're going to have fun Saturday. Uh, enjoy it, all right? Thank you, sir. All right, hang tight. I'm sorry, So just to, just to... Ben... We need to go to the tape to find what Ben's question was. But both you and I, you and I, when he said there's the first three letters of the name, <laughs> share, share with a I was thinking candidate. the last. Well, by the way, that's G E B, not J E B. And so I realized, oh. Jeb, so the answer is no to Ben's question. Just if we're going to get into legalese and we did the correct thing. So, Ben, answer your question is no. Sorry. You can listen to uh, you can listen to Matt Davison on the call of the game. Ooh. 724. <laughs> Instead of going, it's LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLI. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Yeah. You know, 2022 has been a banner year for the Ticket Thursday contest. Um, it's just, they all go just according to plan. That, um, that's the way we talked about it know, in the uh, pre-show meeting. Whether you're talking about uh, the generation collaboration, whether you're talking about Irish or English, uh, whether, you're t- whether you're talking about the lie detector about each of the three of us that no one could get correct. It's just been a banner year. Is there some kind of a... Nebraska Broadcasters Association Award, Mark, for, like, continuing, perfectly functioning Thursday morning game show on the radio? Not that I'm aware of. they got to get some of those new categories in. Well, you can... you got to be listening to Nebraska Broadcasters Association. This is... The young people want this. I happen to know who the chair of the uh, NBA is. uh, Maybe you could send that person a little text and say, hey, got an idea for a category you guys are missing out on. Why don't you go upstairs and doctor her yourself? Most well-oiled machine uh, contest-wise in the entire state. Ticket Thursday. (laughs) You go up there and scream and holler for tickets, so go up there and scream and holler for... true. I'll go scream and holler up there whatever I want to scream and holler about. All right. It's time to do our morning drive, shall we? Let's get a start of with... 
number five. Legislature failed to stop a filibuster of a bill that would have banned abortions if the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Uh, cloture vote failed by two, 31-15, LB-933. It was actually brought to the full legislature when a seldom-used poll motion passed after the Judiciary Committee failed to advance the bill. Paul Hamilton's got a great report in the Nebraska Examiner. Opponents were led by Senator Megan Hunt. She called the measure an affront to women's rights. A link to Hamilton's report is available at KLAN.com. I'm, um... I'm a little surprised. I guess I didn't go through and count votes or anything like this, but had you asked me just at the outset if this would have enough to to get to that 33 votes, I would have said it would have. Um... But it, it did not. If you're wondering, by the way, the, the no votes on this, uh, Blood, Bostar, Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, both Kavanaugh's, Day, DeBoer, Matt Hansen, uh, Hunt, McAllister, McKinney, Morfeld, Pan- Pansingbrooks, Vargas, Walls, and Wisher. Uh, excuse not voting were Lathrop, Pauls, and Wayne. So the rest were voting yes on this. Um, and so we'll see. It, it As you said, yeah, they, they they pulled it. Hildred had a, his personal priority. Ricketts said he was he was going to sign it. You have had other states that have done this, but my guess is this go, this is going to be a bill that comes up continues to come up regularly in the next in the so next it's, few yeah, years. It's going to be introduced, and and they'll probably have discussions on it uh, after the the term ends. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Now, the, the one thing about this is is just to note it was it's triggered by a supreme. But it basically says this doesn't go to effect unless and until the Supreme Court, either in whole or partially, overturns the Roe versus Wade right. decision. Which or, some, or if there's an amendment to the Constitution, or that's true, legislative, or if yeah. there's a, a enabling legislation that could. I think most people think it's most likely it, to be done judicially. Yeah, but, I mean that's that's the one that's actually being discussed. Right. So. Right. All right, so there you go. So we have another, and and I know we don't have this in the morning drive, Mark. But real quick, also the other thing that went down yesterday was uh, prison reform. Yeah, as prison well. reform, um, interesting story. Also on that in the uh, Nebraska Examiner on uh, the reasons why it did not happen. Some just want to build new prisons. Others think that the reforms that were presented just went too far. And so. Another one of these issues where there wasn't action, but another one where there wasn't action by the legislature, and we'll see. Although there is money in that state budget to begin the process of looking at and investigating the possibility of a new prison. But, of course, where does it go? When does it happen? Where do you get the rest of the money? All those questions still out there. Number four. A wet situation at an area restaurant and actually a Munch Madness qualifier. A manager at Genoa Food Company in Malcolm, so he was finishing up his last ever night on the job. Uh, this was Saturday. Went and plugged the sinks and left the water running. Locked up and left. By Sunday morning, about four inches of water in the place, in the kitchen. It did get into the bar area, according to the Lancaster County Sheriff's Office. Damage estimated at about a couple hundred dollars, but if mold is involved, who knows? I was going to say, I read the story and I saw it was a couple hundred dollars. I was like, really? That's it for... Four inches of running water all night long? Probably wanted to renovate anyway for a couple hundred bucks. Oh, my well, goodness. If, if, if this was in the kitchen area, and a lot of times they have, drains you know, and, drains, yeah. and, uh-huh. and they've got, uh, you know, floor, you know, non-permeable floors, and there's a lot of stainless steel metal in the kitchens, and so... Well, I hope for so the what, sake... what happened was that ousted that manager on his way out didn't plug enough of the drains. 
is what you're saying. I guess. I guess. Well, not. maybe he did, and there was. I mean, who knows? And, and uh-huh. it can get out into other areas. It did get out into the bar. Well, I'm glad for for Genoa Food Company that it wasn't more, you know, more damage than it was. Yeah, and and like extensive. you said, mold could be an issue with this. But they came strong in in Munch Madness and. Uh, relatively new out there. I think it's the old Branch Oak Inn, right? And they, um, you know, I've heard, I've, I have not yet had a chance to get out there. They're on my list, though, to get out there. But you know what this is a page out of? Well, Sam just said on the Rickside Recognition just, Hotline exactly what you said I, I, earlier. I said it's the it's the wet bandits from Home Alone. <laughs> Remember when... when uh, the, the Joe Pesci and and uh, what's his name and and they're like this is going to be our calling card we're going to leave the sink running at all the houses where we do this <laughs> that was a page had, this person has to have seen Home Alone before <laughs> I think uh, I think he was trying to emulate the Wet Bandits from Home Alone could but, be uh, but he was described as a disgruntled employee uh, soon to be he was at that point yeah. a former. Hey. I want. I've, I have, have you ever seen a gruntled employee? I'm gr- I'm very gruntled. I'm pretty gruntled. I'm right, right now. I've got my grunt uh, right in the appropriate level. <laughs> Gruntleful. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you hey, listen, would be a good good time maybe to help out. You know, a food company donate on their behalf to uh, Ride United. Yeah. For at uh, it's our last day at KLIN.com, The Ride United. It's miscongeniality of much madness. Somebody's going to do a two thousand uh, dollar marketing package here at KLIN. And uh, who knows? Could could be Genoa Food Co. If you they've had a tough week, could be yeah. Not, make a donation. Maybe you want to make it on on uh, and assign it to them. And so. you can find the links to do that at klin.com. By the way, Muchachos now the clubhouse leader, at least as of an hour ago. Yep, still Muchachos is past Soulful Casino. Still only going to it's still only going to cost you like three hundred fifty bucks in donations to get that uh, two thousand dollar package that we're going to award to the restaurant as the most. Do we have any change? Nope, no, no change. Muchacho's still leading with 360. Give me the top five right now. Muchacho, Soulful Cocina, Norm's on 48th, Penelope's Little Cafe, La Paloma. Okay. By the way, speaking of Muchachos and Mexican, it is National Burrito Day and National Beer Day. Oh, wow. So, you know, I think you can get they both put those, of those on the, that they put the, the, you, you, <laughs> yeah. they put both of those on the same day. I feel like that needs to be spread out a little bit. Those are two. No, I'd like perfect. to celebrate each one fully. No, it's and perfect. individually. It needs to be National Burrito and Beer Week you know, month. Can I say something? Burritos might be my favorite general food. Uh huh. They may have pass. You could do a lot with them. If somebody's like, you want a burrito? There's no part of my mind that is like, yeah, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> and it's a very general thing. It's like a sandwich, but, you know, burrito always sounds fantastic. So uh, to all who celebrate, myself included, happy National Burrito and happy National Beer Day. Yep. Number three. Husker scored four runs in the eighth, loaded the bases in the ninth, couldn't plate the tying run, 6-5 loss in Omaha last night. Uh, Nebraska scored five runs on nine hits, had one error. The Mavericks totaled six runs on eight hits, three errors. And there was almost a fight after the game. Yeah, things got a little chippy after the uh, final strikeout of the game. Omaha catcher was going to let Colby Gomez know about it, and Gomez obviously took a little offense to that. I like it, though. I like seeing, one, I've got no problem with the Omaha guys coming in saying, yeah, we beat you, because Nebraska is the... Nebraska's the big dog in the state. Yeah. And if you beat the big dog, you let them know about it. Right. Think, think about Texas State pitcher throwing big horns down a yes. few weeks ago when they beat Texas right. in a midweek game. I've got no problem with Omaha doing this. I have no problem with the Nebraska guys taking offense and coming out and saying, no, nah, we're not going to let you do that. 
April 27th, three weeks. They play again. They will play again. It'll be in Lincoln. I like this for both programs because it gives Omaha, obviously it raises their level of play. For Nebraska, it gives them a little bit more intensity in a midweek game. Yeah. Absolutely, it you know, and the Nebraska Creighton series had been like that for a while, but perhaps. It, and the other thing, Caleb, is these are, I mean, these guys know each other. The vast yes. majority of these guys know each other, were teammates at some point mm-hmm. on a, a high school or legion or, or prospects yep. team or something like that. So, is that game going to be played uh, at the ice box instead of at Haymarket Park? <laughs> it might be. To be. <laughs> is everybody who is involved in any sort of college or high school or otherwise outdoor spring sport? About done with this weather. Yeah, I mean, my can, goodness! Can you imagine a pop up at Haymarket Park this afternoon? Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody's trying to go to right field last night. I tell <laughs> you what, get... um, if you catch this wind just right as a discus thrower, we're going to have to turn some rings. You can let this thing fly. <laughs> nice. Maybe today is the day. I, I <laughs> again, this would be the day if I had my druthers and I got my one golf course on the north side of the city, one golf course on the south side of the city. Where you just line them up the entire the whole just the the whole course just go and you got the wind behind you every day. This would be uh, this would be the day of the week to be on our let's see be on our south course because the wind's coming out of the north. Just think about that. City of number two, it's a great idea. Free. The Fox admit at least nine people on Capitol Hill has tested positive for rabies. Fox was euthanized. City's health agency said the public health lab confirmed the fox had, that did test positive for rabies. Anyone who came in contact with the animal or its offspring being told to reach out, the animal had become something of a mascot there in Capitol Hill. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, not I'm, so fun I'm not, anymore. I'm not so sure. I understand there was one congressman that was nipped. Now, I, maybe, just maybe, the fox got the rabies from the congressman. No. Uh oh. <laughs> okay, so uh, apparently foxes are generally not uh, are scared of people, but if they have rabies, it changes them. Yep. The, I'm gonna. When I was in elementary school, rabies was one of my top three fears yes. in life. Oh. We, for when I was in, we had so we had so many like discussions, and we had like they'd bring in the movie, you know, the the TV in, and you'd have a movie about rabies awareness and stuff. And the movie um, Old Yeller hit. Yeah, Old Yeller. Like, rabies, rabies and quicksand were two things I yes. thought were going to be a lot bigger deal in my life than they are. <sighs> Scared to death of them. But, uh, but no, our foxes in Lincoln, saw one this morning again. Saw one this morning again. Our Lincoln foxes are just fine. They're not biting anybody, so... As far as I know. Number Canada geese, on the other hand. Whew, send those to Washington. Number one. At various times in his career, Tiger Woods been down but never counted out. He's back in Augusta today for the 86th Masters. And I think, didn't he just tee off? Uh, they've delayed it for weather. Oh. He's yeah, a little bit delayed. later. He's so. going to be teeing off in about two hours. Yeah, so I've got the stream up, and it still says weather delay in effect right now. So they're getting started a little bit later. They, yeah. they are underway right now, though. Oh, are they? Oh, okay. We must not. I think I, the stream. It's so hard out to figure well, out how to stream the Masters. Like, there's two, three different networks, and one's only at hole four, and one's on the driving range, and just put it on TV. Well, they've only Weirdos. got two, two guys through the first hole, so. Well, just put it on TV like normal sports. Don't have all these weird, disparate streaming options is, all is, over the internet. Is, is Tiger going to make a difference for no. the coverage or anything? Oh, yeah. That's, oh, for the coverage? Absolutely. Absolutely, but here's the thing. Okay, I'm uh, putting on my golf analyst hat on. It's uh, it's not going to be a great great weekend for him. 
I'm going to be make a bold prediction. And then the problem is they feel like they still have to follow him around on Friday, and he's four over and a couple of strokes away from the cut. We got a you know the whole thing on Friday. Here's the thing, though. I, I saw a picture from the last uh, Masters that he won, and that was he, just a couple of years ago. Yeah, he's teeing off, and you've got fans lining all the way down the fairway. A picture from yesterday where he's practicing had the yes. same number of people lined up down just to watch him practice. So absolutely, like between today and tomorrow, you will have more eyes on this simply because of Tiger Woods. If something happens and he's playing on the weekend, let alone makes it to Sunday with any chance around the top oh, 10, yeah, obviously. The, the ratings for it will be through the roof compared to without Tiger. Uh, if you want to go with the favorites, though, the actual favorites, according to the uh, odds makers, Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, uh, Justin Thomas are uh, are up there. Matsuyama as, uh, won last year. Matsuyama. Yep. Kepka's always pretty good. DeChambeau. That one's just fun to say. Give me Jordan Spieth and his caddy I went to college with. By the way, if anybody wonders, Tiger is a nickname. His real first name is Eldridge. Yeah, no, I, I think everybody knows that. I don't know. Golf coach in Alliance a few years ago put Eldridge Woods in this summary that he sent to the media, and only one sports director caught it. (laughs) That's hilarious. Mike Lessinger. All right. It is 7.54. That is it for your morning drive. It is brought to you by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management on KLIN. When you're... You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right. Hey, uh, 8 o'clock hour. Grow Lincoln team. Also, Greg Sharp's going to join us. A little bit of a spring game preview from him. And then, uh, by the way, after the show, don't forget, 9 o'clock, the uh, first of the new iteration of the Jack Mitchell podcast. We'll drop KLIN.com, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts as well. My guest will be gubernatorial candidate brett lindstrom for a deep dive with him so take a listen to that if you would like it is eight o'clock on kli and lincoln join us today during the jeep celebration event right now get 20 percent below msrp for an average of 15,178 under msrp on the purchase of a 2023 jeep grand cherokee overland 4xe or summit 4xe not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers 15,178 average based on 20 percent below average msrp from all 2023 grand cherokee overland 4xe and summit 4xe models and dealer stock residency restrictions apply take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1 jeep is a registered trademark don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by march 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. All right, welcome back to Hour 3 of LNK Today with Jack and Friends on your Thursday morning, April 7th, 2022. 40 degrees in the capital city. Greg Sharp's going to join us in 25 minutes. A little bit of a preview of the Nebraska spring game coming up this weekend. But first, it's time to talk to Robin Eshelman of Eshelman Commercial Real Estate, Dave Albers of Albers Co. It's the Grow Lincoln team telling us all about those restaurants, retail businesses, opening, closing, moving, whatever's going up at your neighborhood. Uh, they probably know what it is. Morning, Robin. How are you doing today? Hello. How are you today? Dave. 
Dave. Hello. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Uh, by the way, and is, uh, Dave coaches uh, baseball as well. How have you enjoyed the spring weather so far, Dave, <laughs> as a baseball coach this year? This is, this is yeah, well, uh, it's spring weather in Nebraska, but boy, this seems like it's a little bit more harsh than what we normally get. I just see all these these parents of, of kids all the way up uh, who play soccer and baseball and, and softball this time of year, and I, I see you know pictures on social media, and I was like, man, that looks miserable. Oh, uh, you, should, the, you, should, the, you look at the parents in the stands, and they all have winter coats on and blankets over their legs. <laughs> exactly. And it doesn't look like we're going to get uh, Saturday, spring game, actually going to be okay, 63 and sunny, but I'm looking at next weekend already, 47 again ah. on Friday, 53 on Saturday. I'm just, I'm just it's hoping. almost May. I, I'm hoping that that's going to change. We'll see. Yeah, We will see. All right, let's talk about the things that we've got going on in the Lincoln business world. Uh, let's start with uh, something going on in the Telegraph District as uh, this thing starts to sort of develop a little more. We're get, getting more out there. Is this idea of having this whole, whole district there. Uh, got an event coming up in May that sort of keeps uh, going with that theme. Yeah, we certainly do, don't we, Robin? And NGC Group is hosting a Telegraph District block party on May 21. Live music, games, food, everything. Um, so that, and, and that, if if you've ever driven over there lately, it, it's confusing, you know, to try to find your way around all the new construction and everything. But things are taking shape and tenants are starting to move into the building. I think the Journal Star will be moved in shortly. Um, a retail store that we mentioned, oh, it was a few months ago, they pulled a building permit. And of course, nowadays, when people pull building permits and we tell you about it it takes twice as long right. you know for it to actually go up so you have long forgotten it by the time mm-hmm. we tell you um charm boutique and bar is open and that is a clothing store i mean we don't hardly ever see clothing stores going anywhere but malls clothing store and days. bar and it has a bar in it so you can have a glass of wine or whatever while you are trying on your clothes. It's an interesting idea for a little extra revenue stream there in retail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first time I ever saw anything like this, where it was a free bar out in California, I was on a vacation. Free? Free. You didn't have to pay for the wine? What the deal was, the men sat in there, and and it was an overpriced, uh, in my opinion, clothing store and, and... trinkets whatever <laughs> trinkets <laughs> and the guy sat in there and watched uh, tv and uh it you, the whole that whole area was full of men and so they the paid for the guys they, did they pay for the women to drink no because they were having fun doing other stuff <laughs> i'm sure the they would have allowed them right. sure it would, it would be, the guys probably be in some sitting, legal trouble if they right. didn't do that but it, but, you know, but, but but realistically, they were just all sitting there, you know, watching television. Let me ask you, with the drink in their But hand. let me ask you a question: Is this? Um, are you surprised that there hasn't been kind of more exploration of a concept like I'm this? I'm surprised there hasn't been more. I where I'm surprised we haven't seen more of this is the the nail salons. I'm surprised right. there's not wine in every single one of them. Well, and I know with some of the nail salons that we have worked with, that is something that they keep popping up that they want to but, have you know, wine in particular but it, in the nail salon. It makes salon. especially a ton of sense with retail, though, because obviously the 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 uphill battle for retail is 
is fighting against, you know, online mm-hmm. online stores and those sorts of things. But there's an experience there where yeah, you bingo. can you, you that you can't yeah. duplicate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, online is going out with with friends, perhaps. And mm-hmm. I suppose you can sit down and then if you want to get up and, and look around and, and buy something there, it's it's a real experiential thing that could be kind of a, something in the arsenal of these brick and mortar retail stores. Here's these, these local ones that mm-hmm. seems like I mean, I could think of it in a lot of places where that would probably be popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe we'll, you, maybe we'll see it in auto parts stores. <laughs> well, I was thinking, I, I was thinking more. I mean, maybe, but I was thinking more like sporting goods stores. Oh, like a, a sporting goods store and 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 a sports, and a sports bar. bar that goes along. I mean, Shields is already that almost they without the food. they have food, but yeah. but not not that. But well, you I know, wonder if that'll be something. A liquor license more. is you know understandably not easy to get, and it sh- it shouldn't be easy. And then you've got to keep up your manager's license. You take classes, and right. I you know, and and not to mention your building, you know, that you move into. You can't be too close to a school or right. a house, and you got to measure the backyard, and you yeah. know. And then what happens with some of the parking ratio requirements and all these other? That so changes you, you, too. There's a lot. There's there, a lot. There more, there's a lot some, of things. There, that, yeah, there's a lot to it. Yeah, a lot right. more than people probably imagine. What do you? Uh, how do you guys get a sense as Telegraph District? What's kind of its feel, its personality going to be as compared to some of these other areas that we're familiar with? You know, it's kind of like when they were talking about the rail yard when that yeah. first started. I my customers, they're very interested in it. They they really like the idea. They like what they've seen so far. We've done showings down there. Um, yeah, it's it, it's an there. There's a little bit better parking situation. Yeah, that's the first thing maybe. I think of. Is not, at least I have a mental situation where I'm like, okay, that feels like you know, just this block about downtown. Sometimes there's a little less of that. Little less hassle with feels, parking. Yeah, 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 perhaps, but. but uh, to Robin's point, I think it's kind of getting a l- its own little vibe down there. I mean, I moved a significant law firm that, that moved into uh, mm-hmm. a floor of a building down there. Yeah, the mill is. I was the, just going to say is the anchor tenant. I was, right? oh, yeah. was going to say <laughs> those yeah. exact words. Yeah. If you've ever tried to have a, a meeting or go, you know, bring your laptop and work at that at that mill during a weekday. There are days you can't get a table. It's roaring in yeah. there. Yeah. The- but remember, the mill was kind of the anchor of the Haymarket too when it first started. Yeah. Right. And to some degree, you could also say it's um, that uh, the the area, uh, the the College View area uh, yes. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you think about that, it it kind of. I mean, that's kind of the longstanding. The long-standing busy place down there. Isn't yeah. that funny? How our idea of anchor tenant has changed. Uh, you know, since you know, twenty yeah. years ago, it had to be a bookstore with a you know a Barnes and Noble yeah. where you can sit down and yeah. you know. All right, we spent a lot of time on that. We got to move. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, what else do we have? More downtown. What do we got? Down at the terminal building, Robin, right? I'm going to let you talk about this because you have a little more knowledge on this. Well, NGC Group, again, and this is a a big construction company here in Lincoln. They're a great community partner. Um, At the terminal building at 9th and O. Okay, so this is across the street to the west from the new Holiday Inn Hotel that just went up. That old building that's been there for a long time, and they're totally rehabbing that building. It's just, if you haven't driven up what is that 10th street into yeah. downtown and seeing the back of that, what they are doing to it, that building, it, popping windows in the back and a new st- st- 
stairwell up the back. And, and a lot of metal. And if you remember, the building had a fire. Yeah. It, it had yeah. a fire a few years ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, at any rate, you know, it's been sold. There's still some office space in there. There's still some state office agencies in there, but it's mostly being turned into residential. So um, NGC Group is... Um, they're, they're, for the spring game this weekend, they're having a tailgate party. There are five luxury condos available for tour Ooh. on the eighth floor, and they are inviting the public down a little bit before lunchtime, and they will have some food there, and you can go tour and see mm. what they're doing. Might have to add building. one of those to my portfolio of downtown condos <laughs> in case I have an event in more uh, west downtown as opposed to my lead place. Yeah. Uh, condo. It's good I, to ju- know. I just saw... the. I just saw an amazing picture and article of it was it was called the tallest skinniest skyscraper in the world and it's in New York City. I've got this on our Ashleman Commercial Real Estate pa- Facebook page. The picture is amazing, but it's this skinny skinny little condo building and it's the tallest one in the world. Wow. And they talk about yeah, I don't think I want that one. And they talk about <laughs> the concrete that it took and you know it, how it tapers up at the top and it's it's like super oh, expensive, you know billionaires will live there but then they talked there was this one sentence about there was some concern when there was a storm and some ice fell down off the road (laughs) i I had we had a hotel in new york city when i went there with my family several years ago and we stayed in one of those high-rise hotels it was a marriott or something we were up on like the the 48th floor or something and i got to i would be up there i'm like don't think about how high we're up no don't don't think about it like i would i would start to freak out i think i have a little problem with heights all right uh closing this is a sad one uh closing of a restaurant dave what do we have landhouse chinese restaurant 12th and p is closing yeah we always hate it when we have uh these closures Uh, there there were some people who swore by landhouse as the best chinese in the in the city they were in munch madness during our world tour year Um, that stinks to uh, stinks to hear that. Um, and then uh, a couple other notes here. Uh, City buying uh, one of the buildings in downtown Lincoln. What's happening there? Yeah, um, Aging Services has always had a presence at Tenth and O, and they have moved a lot of what they are doing out to the Vets Hospital building at Seventieth yeah. and O. So now there's a building. Um, so the, the county's going to jump in there, and the two of them are going to work together to put this building up for sale. We haven't had a lot of buildings for sale in downtown lately. I mm. think, I don't know, the atrium was maybe the last one that got sold. Does that sound right? Yeah, that's going to, yeah. That's or that was like right. publicly advertised that they wanted to get it sold. There's, there's one or so. two little smaller buildings, but not, not, not a, bi- a bigger not a office building one. like this. Yeah. Okay. Oh, go ahead. And then the, the yep, next go ahead. one, do you want to? Yeah, go ahead, Robin. Uh, the YMCA. Let's YWCA. talk about YWCA. Excuse me, YWCA. I misspoke. At 1432 N Street, um, that's been vacant since 2009. Um, but the owners have decided to tear down two-thirds of it and build 30. Guess what? Condos. Oh, now I got one for the east side there of downtown, go. too. Yeah. I got, all right, I got north at the lead place. I got west uh, over there at the uh, terminal building. Got and I'll have east over there, the old YWCA yeah. building. There you go. Over go by the library. Yeah, in case I want to go check out the new Pershing amenities once that happens.
happens. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you guys are preempted this week by uh, baseball and football, so we will uh, we'll check in with you uh, down the road. Uh, maybe next Thursday. I know you're gone, Robin, but uh, Thursday mornings you can hear Robin and Dave at 710. Check them out on social media, too, at Girl Lincoln, Facebook, and Twitter. If you have any questions about that building going up in your neighborhood, they probably have the answer. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you uh, next week. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. 24 Talent K today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, 839. Oh, jeez, I just... Uh, we gotta have Dr. Kendue on again pretty soon here. We have him on monthly, but he just tweeted out his little, he does like monthly look aheads weather wise, and he's got pretty much all below normal through like April 22nd. Uh, not gonna be bad Saturday, though. Uh, not gonna be bad Saturday. We got a lot going on Saturday for Husker Athletics, and so good time to bring in the voice of the Huskers, voice of Sports Nightly here on KLIN, Mr. Greg Sharp. Good morning, Greg. How are you doing today? Jack, doing well today. Glad we're talking some football. Two days yes. away from seeing the Huskers play. Yeah, uh, it is It is time for the spring game. And uh, like I said, looks like some decent weather. A lot of people excited to get their first looks at uh, some of these players and, and uh, maybe some names they didn't hear a lot about the last year. What do we know or how much do we know about what the format of the spring game is going to be? Well, nothing official, but all signs are pointing to just an offense versus defense, which would mean the offense will all wear red, the defense will all be in white. And and this is actually, to me, kind of intriguing, because what I could see them doing is going ones versus ones for maybe even an entire quarter. And then you'd have the twos taking on the twos and the threes taking on the threes maybe in the second half when they get to a running clock. So I think that might be good. And people are asking, "Well, well, why? Well, by my count, Nebraska only has like seven healthy defensive linemen, uh, scholarship linemen. Jeez. So there just really aren't enough to, di- to divvy up a team uh, two ways. So they're just going to have to play uh, guys an awful lot along that defensive front. So I think that was something and again, we have more than that on the team, but you have some injuries and guys that are being held out of practice right now. So I think because of that, they're going to have to tweak it a little bit. How they score, I don't know. They've done, we've done this in the past. Jack. Yeah, I thought so. Didn't they do it under Pelini one year? I think, I think so. Bo had it one year, and I think Riley did it one oh, year, where it was kind of a goofy scoring system where if you got a sack, it was worth so many points. A turnover it was worth so many. So I think they're probably going to implement something like that for Saturday. Okay. Um, so the l- l- injuries have been an issue, and, and that is on the defensive line, and that's that's kind of everywhere. Can you kind of just go go over some of the, the injury issues that we, we know of right now and how, you know, names that you might not see there and, and uh, what the impact is going to be, you know, especially over the course of the next few months as far as you know? Yeah, sure. Offensive line was uh, one going in that we knew about with, no Teddy Prohaska, who had that knee injury in the Northwestern game last fall. That was no surprise. He'll be back, I think, by June or July. He should be full strength by then. 
Turner Corcoran had some surgery done after the Iowa game, and it just isn't, he's not quite ready with the shoulder. But again, he'll be back by early June to uh, start getting ramped up. So those are two guys that you would consider to be starters along the offensive line that yeah. haven't really done anything in the spring. But that's allowed other guys to get reps and, and show what they can do. But those are two big ones. Travis Vokalek, he also had some shoulder work done. Uh, he's been out there. He's done some drills, but just not full contact. So he won't play Saturday in the game. Those are probably the biggest ones on offense. On defense, Casey Rogers, Luke Reimer uh, have been held out of spring after some surgeries that were done in the offseason to, to keep them from going. And those are two guys that should – well, obviously Reimer is the leading tackler from last yeah. season – and Rodgers is the guy that will have a big impact on the defensive line. So those are the two biggest names on that side of the ball. But there's other some nicks and bruises that have happened. And the tight end position, let me go back to the offense, because Thomas Fedoni got hurt early in spring practice. Uh, you've got some other tight ends that are being held out. Chancellor Brewington has been nicked up some and hasn't done a whole lot. So that, that position's taken a bit of a hit in the injury part. But nobody's lost for the year. That's the big okay. thing. All these injuries – Everyone is expected to be back before August. Well, and I'm, I'm especially, I mean, all of those are, are, are disappointing because it'd be great to get those spring reps in. But Fedoni, who, you know, is battling back all of last year with an injury and, and, um, sounds like he's, he's just been trying to get on the field basically at this point and hardly has been able to during his Nebraska career. Just crazy. I mean, yeah. this is a talented, talented kid who was one of the jewels of that recruiting class that we just haven't been able to see. And I know he's frustrated as all get out that he can't get himself on the field more. But once he does, I think he's going to be a special player for this team. So I think, I mean, my curiosity then, my biggest curiosity about this game uh, will be will be seeing Casey Thompson, just seeing Casey Thompson and sure. the other quarterbacks, but Casey Thompson especially, um, in this Husker system, what the Husker system kind of looks like, uh, what kind of a style of quarterback, because I still don't, I feel like I still don't have a great handle on that. I watched a little bit of Texas last year, um, but what, what should people expect? They're going to get, a lot of people are going to get their first ever look at, at Casey Thompson starting to... To tomorrow what should they look for and that's exciting right i mean casey's got a really good arm he led the big 12 in touchdown passes last year so this is a guy that can really fling it i think you will notice maybe quicker decision making out of him and getting the ball out of his hands a little faster than maybe adrian did at times last year the other wrinkle to the offense that i think will be noticeable even on saturday is jack they're going to line up under center quite a bit Woo. so you're going to see casey thompson logan smothers the quarterback's getting under center more than, than what we've seen, way more than what we've seen in the past. And I know that's, hey, we, we hear it. I'm sure you've heard it from your audience, too. We hear it on Sports Island. You know, you get down there in those goal line yep. situations or short yardage, what are you doing in shotgun? So I think this is a bigger part of Mark Whipple's staple is to have those quarterbacks more often maybe than not being under center. So I think we'll see that on Saturday. Um, so what's the running back situation? Now, I know there, there are a lot of, a lot of people, myself included last year, just kept saying, man, I just wish someone could kind of emerge as the, the go-to and, and it just hasn't ever materialized since Scott Frost has been here, partially because of injuries and partially because, you know, you're kind of shuffling different guys. Is, is there any potential of something like that happening this year? And who should we be looking for this Saturday and trying to evaluate that? And I think we'll see a lot of the running backs. I think I think you'll see Nebraska run it quite a bit on Saturday because you want to be vanilla. You don't want to show a lot of your other wrinkles. Uh, but I, I'm excited about that position. Anthony Grant's a junior college transfer into the program that has really done a nice job in spring. You hear the coaches, you hear the other players rave about him. He's a physical-looking running back. Started his – came out of high school, signed with Florida State, 
Um, it didn't work out there for him. He went to a junior college, and now he's found his uh, home in Lincoln, and he's done some really good things. Jock, Jock Ant has lost some weight. He looks very, very good. We had we saw flashes last fall of Yant making big plays for this offense. So he looks good. Ramirez back, and Ramirez did a nice job, I think, last year. So those three guys are at the top of the heap. And don't forget about Gabe Irvin, who blew his That's right. the Oklahoma game last year. He's not participated in spring, but he'll be back and ready to roll by June and July. So there's four guys that you feel pretty good about. Uh, going into the the fall, but I, I'm really excited to see Grant run the ball on on Saturday. That's the one we haven't seen in the past. So, like Casey Thompson that you mentioned, for me, Anthony Grant yeah. stands out as a guy that I can't wait to see handle the football. I'm just so fascinated with Yant too. I mean, he just he had flashes last year where I was like that that could be the dude. Um, it'll be and I saw the pictures of him, um, and he does look different after after losing some pounds. So I'll be fascinated to see if that changes how he looks or or how he'll fit into that whole thing as well. I'm, he's he's about as uh, excited as I am for anyone to see. Now l- l- let's talk wide receivers. I, you know, we know Omar Manning, obviously. You know, um, Oliver Martin for now. Betts isn't with the program. So when you kind of get beyond. On some of those names that you were really familiar with last year, uh, who are some of the guys that you think are going to be catching passes to, uh, on Saturday at the spring game? Well, by all accounts, the, the wide receiver that's had the best spring is Trey Palmer. Now, this is the LSU transfer to the program that Mickey Joseph helped bring along. Mickey, of course, was the wide receivers coach for the Tigers last year, and then when he took the Nebraska job, Trey decided to follow him. By all accounts, he has had an amazing spring. You heard the Scott Frost story the other day where uh, they were running a two-minute offense, and Trey Palmer came to the huddle and said, just throw it to me and we'll end this thing. And two plays later, they threw it to him and he ended the thing. So I'm looking forward to seeing Trey Palmer. And, and Jack, he's also an outstanding punt returner. So this is, again, I don't Good. think we'll see any of that Saturday. I don't yeah. think they'll do hardly any special teams return Saturday. But that's something we haven't had at all, really, since the, the, the Mornay Pearson L teams, and that's mm-hmm. seven, eight years ago, for that to happen. So Palmer is a dynamic athlete. So I think he will certainly be a big fixture. And you, you mentioned the other guys in, in Oliver Martin and, and Omar Manning who are certainly going to be in the fray for this thing. They have a young man by the name of Isaiah Castaneda Garcia who transferred from New Mexico State. He's been a little gimpy, right. but Mickey Joseph's really high on him. I don't know that he'll play Saturday but that's a name to kind of keep in the back of your mind for next fall. Well, one more question on the offense before we get defense. You did talk about going under center more, but I, I, what's your gut feeling on how, beyond just how, how they line up, uh, and we're not going to completely see Mark Whipple's offense, I understand that, but what's your gut feeling so far on how this offensive scheme differs from what we're used to here over the last few years at Nebraska? Well, well I think the, the, the big thing that fans will immediately notice is a lot more snaps under center. But I also think there's a different philosophy for the offensive line, where in the past it was more kind of wait, read, and react. This is more just fire off the ball and go. And we've heard both sides of the ball talk in interviews in the last six weeks about, Phew, they're coming off the ball hard. They're pushing it down the field. And I also just mentioned a few minutes ago those two guys that aren't participating in the spring that we think will start. And so mm-hmm. I'm anxious to see that. I want to see that fire off the ball. I, was, you know, I think we were all curious about the Rayola hire as the offensive line coach, I'm hearing rave reviews, even from former Huskers who've gone to practice and watched, saying, man, I love the way he's coaching and teaching out there. So I, I want to see that Saturday. I want to see that offensive line fire off, develop some holes, get guys like Yant some space to run, and, 
and see if they can push the piles a little bit more than what we've seen that line do in the last four or five years. I, I remember going into last last year, and, and JoJo Doman was, was still here, but I remember saying I think linebackers might be the strength of the team, which they hadn't been for a long time. It kind of looks like that might be the case again this year, even even with some departures. Is that kind of your read so far on the defense? Yeah, it's, it's the most experienced group, and, and Reimer's not there, but he's shown what he can do. Nick Henrich, I think, came into his own last year mm-hmm. as a, a quality Big Ten linebacker. Yeah. And then you've got the outside guys with Garrett Nelson, Caleb Tanner, who played a lot yeah. of football. Blaze Gunnerson got his feet wet late last season playing some at that outside linebacker spot. Jamari Butler's another young player to keep an eye on. He seems to be making some moves up the depth chart here this spring. And let me give you a true freshman that just got here a couple months ago that's opened some eyes on the inside linebacker spot. Without Luke there, they've been able to rotate some more guys in there. But Ernest Hosman, the young guy from Columbus, is 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 catching uh, some attention and getting mentioned by other players. That's what I like to listen for is other players say, who do you like? And they'll mention guys' names. Ernest's name keeps coming up. He's a bright young guy. And, hey, we all love to cheer for those locals, right, to come in and do something well. So, uh, I'll be anxious to see if he can make some plays on Saturday. Yeah, there's there's a lot of na- in it's in, you know it's different than the secondary where you know although you know Newsom and Clark have have had some experience, but man, you you and Farmers had some experience too. Yeah. But you lose a couple of staples in the secondary. Feel like they had all they had been here a long, long time. Um, that's going to be filled all over the place with new names, isn't it? Sure is, and great competition. And if there's a coach on this staff that I have a lot of confidence that he'll get that group going, it's Travis Fisher. He's really seemed to produce good, solid secondary since he's been in Lincoln. And you mentioned Braxton Clark and Quinton Newsom. I think Quinton's probably got a starting spot locked down, and probably the same for Miles Farmer at one of the safety spots. But the other side's a pretty good battle. Deshaun Singleton is a is a junior college transfer into the program. He's opened some eyes. Marquise Buford was a true freshman a year ago, played a lot on special teams. He's battling to be a starter at that safety spot. And Tommy Hill, who's a transfer from Arizona State, looks like he may be the lean for the other corner spot opposite Newsom. So, again, those are some people to kind of watch if you just want to watch a few plays in the secondary, see what those guys look like. But I think there's plenty of talent back there. It's going to be really competitive. Travis Fisher, Jack, said something really interesting the other day. He said, you know, he said, once we come back in August and go, he goes, usually I know who's going to play by then. He goes, spring tells me who's going to play. Mm-hmm. By August, we're, we're putting in, we're working on who we're going to be playing, how we're going to scheme up the other teams. But he says, in my eyes, spring is so big because I'm putting in my own mind what this depth chart is going to look like. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that it, that is going to be there are a lot of new names uh, out there. With, well, of course, and, and JoJo Doman, to some degree, he was a hybrid defensive back, too, with Britton and Williams as well. Um, and then and then, real last but not least, I know you talked about the injuries on the defensive line and, and Casey Rogers is going to be out. Ty Robinson, obviously, is going to be a big part of it. Uh, yeah. after, after you get through that, I know maybe not even all of them are available, but who's kind of the next generation, the next wave of those defensive linemen? Here comes the polar bear. (laughs) It's kind of his time now. He's been in the program a couple of years, played a little bit late last season, maybe the strongest guy in the football team. He's certainly going to be in there. Casey Rogers, once he gets healthy, will be back in there. And I'll throw you a walk-on name, Colton Feast who last year was going to play a bunch, got hurt in like the third week of the season and ended up not playing a whole lot. But they love his motor and his ability to get after. But then you have some some freshman defensive linemen. Jalen Weaver is a big six foot nine monster out of California. He's getting better. 
he's just kind of raw. They're they're trying to sharpen him up a little bit. You've got Raquan Buckley from Michigan who's doing some good things. Marquise Black from down in Atlanta. All those guys are going to play a bunch on Saturday because there's not a lot of them left. So you're going to see a, a lot of those players that I just mentioned Saturday in the red white game. All right. Well, you can. I'm listen. surprised we didn't spend 15 minutes just talking specialists. <laughs> are you even? How do you I, not I, listen, even? I don't even know segment. if we're going to see on. any specialists. Really, I don't. Uh, with this format, I don't know if we're gonna, we probably won't see many of them. But I'm excited about those. But we can hit those. And I want to give people Caleb the preview of who they may actually may actually see. And, and Greg, by the way, was very encyclopedic. And running it down did a great job. Yeah. So I learned a I learned a lot. And and then I know uh, uh, your focus will be on football. But then the series for you know that loss last night stunk. But uh, you know big series for the Big Ten with how Rutgers is is going baseball wise. Just if you're looking at those standings, and that's got to be the focus now. This is a pivotal one for Nebraska baseball. It is, and it's really kind of about the the league race now for the Huskers. I mean, yeah, you still don't want to win those Tuesday night games, but it's about the weekends now for this team moving forward. And the Huskers, with that sweep last week, kind of put themselves right back in this thing. And here comes the Scarlet Knights at five and one. And man, I was looking at their lineup; they're all back. They got and they were pretty darn good a year ago. They were going to make the tournament, then they had a bad final two weekends and played themselves out of the NCAA tournament. But they've got so many guys back, unlike. A lot of teams in the league that lost a bunch. So a lot of familiar names. This will be a challenge for the Huskers starting tomorrow night. I hope the weather gets better. It sounds like it'll be better Saturday or Sunday, yeah. but this will be a challenge. If the Huskers can walk out of here with a series win, that would be a be huge, huge push for Nebraska moving into the league in the next month and a half. All right, Greg. Well, I know you've got a very busy couple of days into the weekend. We'll be listening here on KLIN. Thanks for your time this morning. You bet. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Greg Sharp. Voice of the Huskers on KLIN. You can hear him call the spring game. Kickoff at 1 o'clock, pregame starting at 11. Safe at 5 on KLIN. Before you hit that drive time, stay alert with Nitro Cold Brew Coffee from Broken Rail Beverage Company. This is 1499.3 KLIN.